Now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> Welcome to the Infertile Mafia. That's Sarah. And that's Kayla. We are live in Chicago. We're live at the Abbott house, a.k.a. my house, uh, which you guys are going to hear a little bit about. We're a little nervous. Yeah. So could you just give us a little encouragement? We're a little nervous. And we're going Thank you. Actually, I'm afraid to make eye contact. There's people out here, and I'm a little bit... I know. I'm <sighs> used to just recording with my the clothes in my closet. Yeah. So. It's a great place to record. It's a great place to record. That is. That is the voice of Dr. Natalie Crawford. You guys are going to hear from her later. She also has a very popular podcast, so she knows all about recording. <laughs> Do you record in your closet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the best place. So welcome to Chicago for any of you who are, I know a lot of you live here, but a lot of you don't, like my, I don't live my here. co-host here. So, and many of you know we had never met until yesterday, which, yeah. okay, maybe a lot of you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had never met until yesterday, and so I'm, oh man, I'm going to get emotional already. Are you going to cry? <laughs> probably. I'm just excited to see her. Um we met on YouTube, of all places. The YouTubes. The YouTubes. Uh, not to be confused with the fallopian tubes. Um, <laughs> six years ago? Was it that long? Yeah, it was, that, it was a long time ago. When yeah. we were both trying to conceive, and like many of you have been in that situation where you're looking for support, and you're like, no one in my family gets it, no one in, no, none of my friends know what's up, and then you find random strangers on the internet... And then you're like, I'm going to make a YouTube video yeah. and put my face on the internet and <laughs> right. tell people I can't have a baby. <laughs> tell them all about my cervical mucus. Oh, yeah, too soon? Yeah, sorry. Too, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. There's a lot of husbands here. There's a lot of men here. Yeah. yeah. This this might be the most list, the the podcast that has the most male listeners right is happening right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's happening right yeah. now <laughs> anyway so yeah six years later here we are we have a podcast together and i wanted to tell how like how it went yesterday when we met for the first time uh go ahead well so like i had all these high hopes of how it was gonna go like <laughs> You know, it's been six years. There's been quite a bit of buildup. I mean, maybe some of you have like dated someone long distance or something. It's like when you meet them, the sparks are gonna fly. Not that that doesn't that the sparks flew. They they I flew. Felt it. They flew. But so she she gets here to our house, and some asshole parked his car <laughs> and blocked my driveway. So they had to swing around to the, to the, to the, what is that? The alley. An alley. It's called the alley behind the house. So we were out there just hugging in, in between the dumpsters and the rats and just like, oh, this is so great. So it wasn't exactly how I pictured, but you smell just as good as I thought you would. Oh, thank yeah. you. That was a fear of mine. <laughs> Um, a few thank yous before we get going. Um, the bar is still open. So thank you to my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Bartender Bill is still still working um, for tips or no, you're, you're good, you're good. Okay. Um, it's truly an honor to have all of you here with us. We just want to thank you up top. It's yeah, thank you. really special to have all of you here. Okay. So 
should we give it like a brief TTC history? Like just bullet points? Of us? Yeah. Okay. Just like just the bullet points. Okay. I don't have fallopian tubes and I have PCOS. So there you go. <laughs> that makes it a little hard <laughs> to like get pregnant from doing it. So <laughs> no tubes, no baby. Yep. Yeah. That's how it goes. And and you did IVF twice. Twice. The first time, not the, we didn't have any embryos make it. And then the second time, we got two kids out of it. So it worked out. Woo-woo. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, Bill, if you met him, he has lazy sperm. And I have a, <laughs> I have a uterus that attacks embryos, supposedly. So, you know, that was also a really bad combination. So we did IVF as well after a couple failed IUIs. Those are really fun. And, uh, oh, that what? reminds me. Do we have any unicorns in the audience? Yeah, are there any? No? Okay. Not no one. unicorns. Oh. Wait. <gasps> oh. Okay. Oh. oh, well, still. You still it still counts. It still counts. It still counts. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. I had to explain to my uh, 17-year-old sister-in-law what a unicorn was and what IVF was today. <laughs> oh. So wow. that was fun. So you've been brushing up on... Yeah, yeah. I've been teaching... <laughs> the youth of America. That's great to say. I'm glad you're doing your part. Yeah, thank you. So anyway, um, obviously we did IVF as well, and we walked away with two kids also. Yeah. And we're not sure where our children are, but we assume they're okay. <laughs> we assume they're in Chicago somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> okay, so today, um, as many of you know, we did the Chicagoland, the Resolve Chicagoland Walk of Hope. I thought we could just give a couple quick highlights. What did you... What was your takeaway? Uh, it was a nice day. It was a lovely day. Yeah, and <laughs> the walk was a perfect length. Was anyone? Yeah, someone was there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there were people there. Yeah, that's awesome. I met. Yeah. Oh, you did. Night. That that counts. It was like you were there. I met your us. dogs. Yeah. That's I loved right. your dogs. I wanted you to bring them tonight, but you didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to um, all of you for buying a ticket that goes into part of our um, fundraiser. For Resolve. Right? For Yeah, our, our team for Resolve. We for didn't win. We didn't win. But it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. We raised over $700. I think that's really great. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Who was the winner? I mean, it was a... Fertility clinic. Which no, no, no. The individual winner. Oh, I'm not sure. Was it Fifty Shades of Bruising? Fifty Shades of Bruising. That's a good name. Yeah. I like it. There was also another group. They weren't. They weren't messing around. Just fuck infertility. <laughs> was like, yeah. Okay. Right on. They had like a three-year-old wearing that yeah. shirt. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well. Yeah, that's... <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's start first with. Um, a drunk fertility segment. It's my favorite segment. All of you guys know. And I'm slightly tipsy. Thank oh. you, Bill. Oh, speaking <laughs> speaking of, yes. cheers. Cheers. Did everyone see our glasses? Someone gave us these today. Yeah. So at the walk today, we met. Oh, whoops. We met a fellow listener. Her name is Mindy. Mm -hmm. What's up, Mindy? I know you're listening. Yes. And she walked with us. Yeah. And uh, and then at the end, she was like, I have something for you. We're like, what? 
let me go go to my car and she she brought us a gift today and it was so sweet that was nice so she gave us these pineapple glasses and two bottles of wine so nice. that was nice yeah yeah i felt like i needed to give her something i was like i have applesauce in the car <laughs> you want some of that? yeah so cheers to mindy yeah yeah thanks right. mindy and on to drunk fertility so mm-hmm. this is my favorite okay you're sitting in the wallace abbott mansion as you guys know and Dr. Wallace was born in October of 1857 in Vermont. His dad's name is Luther. His mom is Weltha Amelia. They're Methodist. Everything's cool. He grows up on a farm. He's relatively poor. He works his way through college and medical school. So he's kind of like a self-made man. He goes to Dartmouth. Any Dartmouth alums? No? Crickets? Okay. And then on to the University of Michigan. (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) He goes to the University of Michigan for med school. This is 18, late 1890s, 80s-ish. So um, I thought there's some interesting Dartmouth alums. Dr. Seuss. Really? Dr. Seuss and Mindy Kaling, both Dartmouth alums. What if Dr. Seuss wrote a book about infertility? Are you going to start rhyming? Okay. I mean, I think it would be difficult. There's a, you'd have to... Yeah, what rhymes with vagina? What? Angina. Angina, thank you. And that is the voice of Dr. Ruhi Jelani, another board certified reproductive You've endocrinologist. You've thought about this before, health. haven't you? <laughs> yeah, but okay, vagina and angina, that's probably about where it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he goes to Dartmouth. After med school, he moves to Chicago. Up goes this purple beauty. <laughs> Did you guys notice this house is purple? <laughs> I love it's it. Real purple. So it wasn't purple back then. Uh, so he was practicing pharmacy and medicine, which I guess was a thing back then. I don't know if that's. A thing. Can you guys do that now? Yeah, can pharmacy. Now Midwestern has a farm and med school that has a good Oh, okay. Speaking of, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking, and Mindy, the girl who gave us the wine glasses, is a pharmacist. So, so I asked her some questions, and she was like, "About um, she's like, I don't know about those kinds of drugs." Don't ask me that. Um, okay, so he's practicing pharmacy and medicine. He was getting frustrated with inconsistent dosing of alkaloid medicines. I don't know what that means. I thought you might say that. Okay. So that's your like morphines, your codeines. Oh, my favorites. Right, doctors? <laughs> Is that right, guys? Is that right? <laughs> we have doctors in the house that will correct us when we're wrong. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's right. That's true. So he pioneered the innovation of granular medicine. So that's like what we know today as like pills. That's oh, all that means. That's all that really okay. Means. So he started cooking up shit in this house, in that kitchen. And then he moved the lab down to the basement. What? I was going to make a joke about tumors being buried in your backyard, but my dad said it wouldn't be very funny. Oh. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone's laughing. <laughs> Someone thinks it's funny. Someone thinks I said, I, you're going to find some tumors in jars buried in your backyard someday. I think it's very probable yeah. and possible because they start in the kitchen, but then they moved it to the basement. 
So it does smell a little funny down there. You know, it does. Yeah. And every once in a while. So, okay, I'll, I'll keep going. Okay, sorry. I just don't think it was real smart to have, like, a chemical laboratory in a basement. No. I feel like that wasn't his smartest move. So, he had a lot of chemical fires <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> so, every once in a while, I feel like we get, like, a faint whiff of strychnine. You know? Oh. Yeah. Not really. Okay. Not really. That was a joke. You guys didn't laugh. <laughs> I don't know what strychnine is. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> so, anyway, all the neighbors were like, he keeps starting fires. It's really smelly. There's always smoke coming from his house. So, that's when Abbott moved his lab to where it sits now in the suburbs here in Illinois. So that's when he left. That was, this was like late 1890s now. Today, Abbott Labs is a multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical and healthcare company with revenues over $27 billion. You think they could fix my leaky window back there? (laughs) Um, One of the most notable inventions to come from Abbott Labs was the test to diagnose HIV in the mid 1980s. And Mr. Abbott claimed that much of his success in life was due to abstaining from tobacco and alcohol. So I saw that. I read, I started reading a book last night about the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's like, I'll give you a gold watch if you stop smoking. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it would work. Well, I don't smoke, but I don't either. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So the fertility drugs that come from Abbott Labs. Any Lupron users in the house? Yeah, yeah. Ashley in the front row. Woo, Ashley. Abbott Labs makes Lupron. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I feel like Lupron's like like the ketchup drug of fertility. Like, you just sprinkle it on everything. Yeah. I know that's not true, guys, but... But it just seems like it just seems like it gets diagnosed for a lot of stuff. Yeah, you, you take Lupron and it'll suppress everything. Yeah, I feel like it made me have like phlegm in the back of my throat for a year. Hmm. Anyone else? I don't know. Anyone else? No, it's probably maybe, just a coincidence. Maybe it's just me. So Lupron and also Synthroid. Does anyone take Synthroid? Oh, mm-hmm. level thyroxine. Any any. Anyone else with a... Oh, I used to take that. Yeah, yeah. While I was that thing that we don't talk about. That thing that we yeah. don't talk about. Yeah, yeah. So if so, those are the two, those are the only two like fertility drugs. But I figured we had to bring it around. For in the the original house of a of a pharmaceutical company owner, we had to bring it back to what yeah, what so. fertility drugs you make. So yeah, that is my story on okay. the Abbott Mansion. I. Woo. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's a it's a very interesting history. I mean, it's a cool house. I'm I'm to like the 1900s, like 1910s in the oh. book I was reading last night about it. But here's the thing. I know he said he abstained from smoking and alcohol, but he died really young. And it might be from breathing the fumes in the basement. I bet he was doing heroin. Might, maybe. I don't know. He wasn't smoking or drinking, but he might have been shooting heroin. Did you know that he bought bikes for his employees? No. To ride to work. Oh, he was going green before anyone. Nice. Oh. So So you have a story about a speculum. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you guys like those, right? They're the best. Yeah. I mean, we have doctors in the house. Maybe they can tell us why in God's name we can't make them more comfortable. Yeah. Oh. We've talked about him before. We have talked about him before. We don't 
I mean, we have mixed feelings about him. Do you guys have mixed feelings about him? Oh, do you want to give a quick... <laughs> oh. Okay, so he started practicing on slaves. Yeah. And, and so without, we don't like that. Yeah. Without anesthesia. Yeah, so that's that's why. But he's the, like godfather of gynecology right even people in his time were like "Mm, this doesn't seem right yeah and so that's yes but he invented the speculum kind of (laughs) it was actually i mean earlier it was found in like pompeii oh yeah oh yeah so so way older than that guy yeah, maybe not exactly like that guy. His name's Marion? Marion Sims. Yes. Marion Sims. And, okay, so did you know that he first invented it by putting a spoon? Yeah. Yeah, in someone. Yeah. And, uh. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little, it's a little something. Okay, so in his time... The doctors yeah, didn't do. really want to look at women's like insides. Yeah, because they were like, so they what was would ex- the word unseemly or yeah, un- like you ick. Mm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ick is the word I was looking for. I don't know if you guys could imagine, but in the 1800s, when they would do the examinations, they would like blindly, kind of fill around in there or dated some guys like that yeah (laughs) or they would hold eye contact with the patient (laughs) (laughs) so they would know that you know they the patient would know they weren't looking oh so they'd be like Which so, is creepier. That is creepier. I, I think the eye contact is creepier. I, yeah. I think I'd either have way, a they're not like, looking at what they're doing. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but wow. anyway, so the speculum. Yeah. Um, you can buy it off of Amazon now. For like seven dollars. Is that where cents. you guys get yours from? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> In a pinch. If I have Yeah, same day delivery. Yeah. I love Prime. Yeah. I too. wish I, I I wish I lived here for Prime. You can get in like same an day. Hour. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. What? What? Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so you can buy a speculum off of Amazon for twelve ninety nine Prime. Nice. Okay, but okay. we wanted to read the reviews. <laughs> There's some good ones. I don't quite understand reviews i do you want to i can't see them you can't see them okay (laughs) (laughs) someone bought it as a white elephant gift for christmas it's not a bad idea no i I mean that's a great idea i think it's a good white elephant gift that might come in handy yeah another review i read said they dressed it up as a reindeer yeah yeah i'm not sure what that was but it went over well for the white elephant gift. <laughs> um, this is a three-star review. They said it broke quick, quickly. That's, that's but it not worked what you okay. Want. That's not what and you want. it worked for their purposes. Their intended purposes. I'm not... I don't know what their purposes were. Is it? Oh, n- what? Really? Like patients? Yeah. Really? Oh, <sighs> 
I, I don't know why um, that would be a fetish, but I, hey. I see that thing coming at me. I am triggered real quick. Things start to cinch right up. I've had a couple different ones. Have yeah. you? Plastic is better. Well, plastic is better. What do you guys usually use? <laughs> Metal. Okay. Mm-hmm. The one I had for IVF clicked, and it was a little, it was, I don't know, it felt metal, it felt like metal to me, but, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, yes, yeah. and it's yeah. like click, it's like a roller coaster. Guys, aren't you glad you're here tonight? You're just... Yeah, I feel a little bit weird talking about this in front of them, but basically, yeah, we just thought it was so funny that people... I, I find it fascinating the people that go to the trouble to write a review for anything, because I've never once done it. But then to go to the trouble to write a review for a speculum... I've never bought one of those, though. Interesting. This yeah. one said, oh, someone used it for an IUD removal. So, a little DIY action? Their husband removed it for them. Oh, so. lovely. <laughs> 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 oh. Did your husband remove it for you? Is he wow. a doctor? No. He he, oh, oh okay. he's a well, doctor. Oh. Was this you? <laughs> he removed it for her. Well, I know, but yep. like, did she write the review? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry about that. But. Yeah, so some pe- I I'm not quite sure what they were using these for. I think it was for some butt stuff too. Oh, great. We're going straight for butt stuff. It hasn't even been 10 minutes. <laughs> I think that's it for that's the speculum. Yeah, as far I'm going to go. Can, I'm sorry. That's as I feel far bad for the husbands go. in here. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to get to some of our guests. We have a lot of really great guests tonight. I'm sure a lot of you have met them already. Who Christine is is she here? Look, there she is she looks nervous <laughs> you're you're up she looks dazed and confused. yeah so you guys give a warm welcome to christine Woo! mcdonough of infertility illustrated come on down you can sit either way um but before yeah come on up we're gonna do a giveaway so our first giveaway item where's peter Peter's Peter. Our, Peter's our Vanna White. Tonight. Have you guys met Peter? He's my husband. Peter's Sarah's husband. <laughs> Hi. And even wore a pineapple shirt. I know. It's so nice. Aww. He's here to represent. So can you bring me that mug right there? Yes. My mug. So fun? are you going to call out the giveaway winner? Uh, yeah. Can I so, see it? I haven't even so seen Christine it. Christine hasn't even seen it. So this <laughs> mug was inspired by one of Christine's illustrations. If you guys don't know who she is... She's yeah, good. Yeah, she she's really Thank No, you. no, no. You're going to hold it. You're oh, gonna... I can hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Peter. You, you can, can leave. Now. Thank you. Um, yeah, so w- this is one of her illustrations. She's Infertility Illustrated on Instagram, and we just slapped one of our favorites on it. We were like, "Christine, can we put this one a copy?" Well, I feel mark? like people like this one. Yeah. It's a popular yeah. one. I get a lot of like positive feedback on it. So, I don't is this thing on? Yeah, it's on. Just oh, get a little is closer. This thing on. <laughs> Check, check. Yeah, get a little closer. You have to get right up on it, you know? You know. Get up in there. This is the usual microphone situation I have with you guys. Oh, yeah, it's true. (laughs) So, um, can you just give us, like, a short, like, inspiration? What was happening? Like, what was the inspiration for this photo? The Oscars. (laughs) It was Oscar Day, and when you're watching the Oscars... 
you're sort of like you should win an Oscar for all the times that you've had to put on a fake face anytime anyone's asked you a stupid question about why you don't have kids yet or are you starting to have kids or I mean you could even take it further to like uh what's IVF why don't you adopt and then put on you know whatever performance you put on you should probably win an Oscar for it amen to that yeah cheers to you guys this Keep this mug with you at work, and the next time someone asks you a question that's stupid <laughs> or ignorant, just kind of like put the mug like right there at the edge of your desk, or just sip it while you're answering your question. Like, no, you know, we're still thinking about having kids, or maybe next year. You know, we're not there yet. And then just drink from your mug. There you go. <laughs> Can you? Will you read the caption real quick? Sure. It says, I'd like to thank the woman at work today who asked if I had any children. Her question inspired a performance I didn't even know I had in me. And my coworker with a follow-up question, because there's always somebody with a follow-up question, right? (laughs) There's like, they can't just leave it at, oh, what, do you have any children? They have to say like, oh, why not? Or what are you thinking about? Her persistence brought my acting to new depths. Because then you got to really dig deep. Oh, well, we're not doing it this year because... You know, I'm really focused on my career right now. And next year, we're really going to, you know, get on the wagon like everybody else. We're going to have sex next year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So. Can you, um, oh, yeah. Giveaway. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Yeah. Sarah has a random name generator up here. Oh, sorry. Of Um, all the people who are registered. You guys talk. Oh, okay. I'll ask you another question. <laughs> so my next question was going to be in your swag bags, by the way, when you leave tonight, make sure you get a swag bag. In your swag bag is a notebook with another one of Christine's illustrations when she drew. When she yeah, drew you guys. Sarah, will you tell them about the inspiration behind that? Because. Or like, yeah. So like the whole way I was even introduced to the Infertile Mafia podcast. I don't know. I like stalked you or something. Uh, but I thought you had a cool name. <laughs> I think that was like the first thing I said to you. I was like, oh, I really like the name of your podcast. Yeah. And so when we first started talking about like, I don't know, me coming on the show. And I was like, oh, I'm going to draw something for it. Uh, I mean, the Infertile Mafia, what do you think about? A couple of mafiosos sitting in a basement with, like, the single needle, you know, your trigger shot right there (laughs) on a silver platter, as opposed to, like, maybe a gun or something. (laughs) That was the inspiration. So, like, you know, you go down, knock on the fake door, go in, the two mob bosses are sitting there, and it's time for your trigger shot. That's That's you guys. Yeah, Yeah. you guys are just sitting there. You can't see your faces. You can't see your eyes. (laughs) It's really cool. I really like it. No yeah. one's ever drawn us before. I know. It was, it was either that or special. the closet picture, right. both, <laughs> which I did end up posting. Right. Yeah. Did. yeah. Dr. Shaheen said she wants you to draw her. Think you could work that out? Yeah, with a pineapple. With a pineapple? With a pineapple? All right, I'll have to do like a tribute to doctors. <laughs> yeah, there you or go. Or like in your pineapple <laughs> And you could be the face. I own nurse. Is anyone a nurse in here? I owe, oh, oh, nurse. I owe like a nurses a tribute post. I've been like thinking that I need to do something for nurses forever because nurses nurse? make or break your experience totally. at any place. And I've had so many good nurse experiences. So cheers to you. <laughs> they talk you off a ledge. They're yeah. just like a therapist. They they really are. They're I love nurses. Yeah. Or they're like that bitch in high school that stole my boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, sometimes don't make it personal. If they're jerks, <laughs> don't make it personal. I mean, I'm just saying, like to your point, they make or break it because yeah, they really do. Yeah. So okay, okay, I got a winner. Who is it? Samantha. 
Do you want me to say a last name or Samantha? Samantha. Do you want us to say your last name? No. Is it S? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have it with you at work. Yeah. Where do you work? Oh, we want to know all your personal information. Oh, you're a real therapist. Oh, oh. can we talk right. later? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe not at work, but if there's another place where people are asking you questions, put that yeah. out oh, there. You yeah, go. family yeah. functions. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, that Aunt Linda, she gets you every time. <laughs> can you give us a little life update? Uh, life update as in I'm moving. So we've lived here for the past two years in Chicago. Um, before that, we were in Virginia. But um, we are moving to Washington, D.C. this summer. So I will not be Super able sad. to visit yeah. as often. What I know. What else? And I just had a baby. There we go. <laughs> is it scary that I led with I'm moving? It is a little scary that you led with I'm moving. Well, I thought that's what you were talking about. Um, no, no, we did our 10th cycle in September. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, like, never even talked about it super publicly, the fact that we even had success just because, you know, it's like a, it's like a hard thing for other people who don't have success. And it feels weird. We've spent 95% of our pregnancy afraid that something was gonna go wrong so we just had our baby last month may 3rd uh, i was a boy nolan and we were six weeks early <laughs> so i'm technically due next week oh. but we had our baby six weeks early and he's doing really well yay yeah. thank you okay just two more questions um yeah. what's something people don't know about you like what's something you know um I don't know. That's a really open-ended question. It could be anything. Yeah, that is. Do you have a third nipple? Do you have like it could be anything? I don't know. You need to you need to be more specific. Okay, what so was your don't... first job? I was a camp counselor. Oh, oh that's nice. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Do like a be... sleepaway camp? No. Oh. Okay. Day camp. No. You would be great at that. I would love to be a sleepaway camp counselor, especially in the high school days. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Christine is really good at chop, chop, chop. You're like, I love that about efficient. you. You're very efficient. <laughs> like, you whip me into shape sometimes. I don't know if though. any everyone would agree with you there, but... Yeah, I, th I think so. Okay. One would you rather question. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. The last time we did this was really horrible. Remember? <laughs> I know. I asked you. We got a little dumb. It was, like, beyond inappropriate. <laughs> it yeah, it was really gross. I think I you cut it's that not, from our episode. I did. Yeah, she, it was bad. <laughs> well, okay. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, this one's not bad. Okay. Would you rather... <laughs> it's a little bad. Would you... <laughs> wait. Okay. Who gave me this question? Lauren gave me this question, so blame it on Lauren if she... Oh. Whoa. Yeah, Lauren. So if you don't like it, it's her fault. Okay. Would you rather swim in a pool of poop or a pool of dead people? Oh. Uh. P.S. Totally got that from someone else, not an original. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I think maybe because I just finally watched like the Game of Thrones finale. But I think don't listen, <laughs> Peter. Don't listen. He's <laughs> waiting. It, it, I don't think it's you. giving anything away. I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I think I'd rather go dead people. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> I would have went poop. I, so much bacteria. You could oh, catch um, something. I mean, okay. you could from probably dead people too. Yeah, true, but true. I don't know. I'm what do you guys say? Dead, dead people, people or poop? Depends on how dead they are. 
Yeah, that's oh. what I was gonna say. How long have they been in there? I, it's because. I don't know. Well, again, Peter, plug your ears. <laughs> it's because we just watched the Game of Thrones finale, and there were so many dead people. Oh, I mean, uh, that's a given. Yeah. So okay. I didn't give anything away. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah. Thank Guys, you give it up, up for Christine McDonough. Yay. Oh, and thank you again for your contribution to our swag bag. I wanted to thank you again for that. <laughs> okay, next up, the Deadpool lady, <laughs> Dr. Lauren Schneider, come on down. Okay. Yeah, sit yeah, right go here. ahead and sit there. Um, Peter, will you grab us a tumbler over there? And while he's doing that, Dr. Lauren Schneider is a chiropractic physician. Yeah. I have your your bio is. Can we condense it? I'm the dead lady who talks about poop and <laughs> the things. No, no, no. <laughs> and then. We got to get this right. Fertility expert, conception consultant here in Chicago. Did yeah. I get all that right? Sure. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. And yeah, yeah. she's gonna help us with our next giveaway item. Yes, perfect. Peter. Grab another. Grab a unicorn. Ooh. Yeah. 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 This is a tumbler. Um, it has sperm on it. They're not not real sperm. Um, hold on. Let me. Can I tell you something that Peter said? Sure. Oh no. <laughs> I said I'm thinking about making a shirt that has sperm on it, and yeah. he said I can make you a shirt that has sperm oh! on it. And I said, gross. I don't want that. Please go throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> wow. Peter, I, we just met and we already are talking about your sperm. You I wouldn't think it. that he would say something like that. But. No. There's, there's something about, you know, I was thinking about this tonight. Like the pineapples out on the door. Mm -hmm. And how they're also the symbol for swingers, you know? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. What? Yeah. So. Oh, I have questions up, later. Upside yeah. down pineapples, which, side oh. note, he turns the pineapples upside down. I don't know. Who does? Peter. Why? Because it makes. It, he's a swinger. <laughs> <laughs> he makes. It makes the juice goes down to the top it, of the pineapple and it makes them more the, flavorful. Oh, I had no idea. That's maybe, why the swingers do it. Maybe a swinger. Maybe. Not that I know that from experience. Uh, oh. oh. Wait, a unicorn is a symbol of swingers? Really? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you learned the hard way? My daughter loves unicorns. Uh -oh. Are you okay with that? And I was like, okay with what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Unicorns are so trendy right now. There's a lot of swingers. I out guess in the world. later after everyone leaves, since I'm staying here. Then maybe yeah. we can yeah. see here's the thing. Okay. This is what I was gonna say. I had this revelation. I'm just kidding. We don't want to do that. No, no. Sorry, guys. I was just going to say, like, a party of infertile couples is a great place to swing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because no one can get pregnant. Right. Okay. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. Okay. Lauren, we've interviewed you twice on the podcast. We've talked about... Oh, sorry. We'll get to that. I'm sorry. I hope the winner is Lauren Schneider. <laughs> oh, sorry, Let's do the winner. Let's do the winner. Uh, okay. Sorry. Where's the tab? You, if you guys listen, you know that this happens frequently. We have issues. Okay, Emily. Emily wins Emily! the cup with sperm on it. Woo woo! Oh, are we 
we keeping the unicorn poop? No, no, she, you, no she gets it. It's oh, hers. Thanks. That unicorn poops candy. So we're sticking with the poop theme as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect for you. So we've had you on the on the podcast twice. Yes. Um, more recently, you ca- you came and talked personally about your experience with surrogacy recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us quickly, like maybe why like why someone would use someone like yourself, a conception consultant. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, I like to be the adjunct to care. So I work with a fertility specialist and he does all the things and I like to kind of get closer oh. to the mic if you can get up on that. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want to stand here on it? <laughs> yeah. Can I hold it? Yeah. Just don't move your hand on it. Oh, oh okay. Hold on. And you get a card. You get a card. <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. So back to me. Right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just get it real close. Um, yeah, so I like to treat patients who are looking for more functional medicine or acupuncture in addition to their cycles. So when a patient comes in and they're already in care, I am just another friendly face that everyone gets to see. And um, I really enjoy being, you know, part of the process and getting close to the patients because you're part of their story too. That's awesome. So that's Aww. what pick me. Choose me. Love it. <laughs> Do you also want to give us a life update? Sure. So the last when the last time you were on the mm-hmm. podcast, you were telling us uh, you were talking to us about surrogacy and choosing a gestational carrier and debunking all the myths and things yes. and talking about how you were going through the process. I'm just catching everyone else up. Uh-huh. So tell us what's been going on. So one of the physicians in this room, not to be named, Dr. Jelani, um, <laughs> there has been a transfer on our gestational carrier. Ooh. And to totally shame you guys into reading my blog, I'm not going to tell you how it went. <laughs> <laughs> so where can they find your blog? Got to plug it, girl. Oh, well, hold, let's backtrack. So you can find me at, at integrative underscore fertility. But after speaking with Dr. Crawford, I think there's going to be a handle change soon. Oh. Woo! Wait, is it the underscore? Is, is it? Yeah, you do. No, I think it just might be a name. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll right. keep you all posted. But yes, the link is in the bio. And if maybe everyone can get me to 10,000 followers, then I can just do the swipe up. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. The blog, the blog is really great. Swipe up. That's right. You just did you just got it, didn't you, Dr. Shaheen? No, I Oh, guys, go follow her right now. Get your phone out and follow Dr. Shaheen. Oh, oh, Christine. Oh, one day. Oh, man. One day it's the swipe up. One day. Next it's the blue check. Mm-hmm. Okay, all the way up to the blue check. Okay, um, so thank you for that update. So, same question as Christine. What's something most people don't know about you? Ooh, I'm going to just totally shame my husband right now. The tall, bald one is mine. Yeah. Yeah. I like to bring him as my party trick anywhere we go. If the song Beat It comes on, this guy can do the entire routine. Hit it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Tell us more. Um... It's uh, gonna be playing. I hold on. Oh, there it is. He, you've had a couple. How of many? Yeah. How many cocktails have you had? Because this could happen. <laughs> Not enough. Enough. Oh, he's doing it's it. It's happening. Get up here. Come on, guys. Give him a little love. I think we should save the TTC 
TTC dance off. That sounds like a really. That sounds like something that could get Doctor Shaheen to ten thousand followers. I think so. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it tonight. Would you do a dance off if we could get you to ten? Yes. Okay. So, would you rather? Oh, would you rather have pubes for teeth or teeth for pubes? (laughs) Isn't that the same thing? no. no. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. Pubes for teeth. Got it. Teeth for pubes. So either you have pubic hair bulging out of your mouth, uh-huh. or you have a vagingo that will bite anything that gets near it. Pubes for teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tribe has spoken. <laughs> well, okay. We're going pubes for teeth. I'm going pubes for teeth. Okay. All right. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> Let's give it up for Dr. Woo! Lauren Schneider. How do I not ruin this? Oh, you're Just good. Put it in there. That's you're what good. she said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling right along. Next we have Dr. Lois. Right? Did I skip someone? Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I, I messed this up. Come on up. Oh, Dr. Shaheen. That's right. We don't call you Dr. Lois because people get confused and it's yeah. Did you did, do you do, like Doctor? No, do you, you notice she has a she has a she has a documentary on Hulu now, Doctor Laura. She does. My oh, mom would love that. The original Doctor. Yeah, Laura. yeah, yeah. That's why I'm Doctor Laura. She it, right, right. <laughs> I always make the exception. I'm not the sex one. I'm just the yeah baby one. I am she's not sort the, of the sex. Well, one. yeah, you are. She's the one. sex one. Yeah. The other Doctor Laura is the one that's like. Don't be a prostitute. Oh wait, I'm I'm confusing it with Dr. Ruth. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you are. Oh, oops, that, you don't want to make that. No, mistake. those are not the same. Okay, people. I Doc- just I just want to say something. Yeah. I am seriously fangirling right now. Oh, stop! Aww. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, thank you. This don't is Thanks for coming. Oh, Absolutely. You guys, that's she- what she said. <laughs> she, Dr. Shaheen came all the way from Seattle, Washington. Washington. Not for I this. Did. Just for this. She just totally. happened to be here this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, and, I, we, and you're in my house. Like, yeah. talk about fangirling. Yeah, I'm so excited that, you're here. Yeah, so Dr. Shaheen is a, I have to read this because I want to get it right, board certified RE, practices at Pacific Northwest Fertility in Seattle, Washington. I said that, didn't I? You specialize in recurrent pregnancy loss, correct? Yes. Um, you've also published books like Not Broken, An Approachable Guide to Miscarriage and Recurrent Pregnancy Loss, which a lot of our listeners have read. And you came on the show and they gave you so much love. It was so oh, great. You cried. Oh, I cried. Oh, I cried multiple times yeah. when you talked to us. I'll probably was, do it again. She was crying like a little baby. <laughs> I was. Um, yeah, you, you probably heard us interview her in a two-part episode a few months ago. So we're so happy to have you here. Whoa! That Whoa. microphone's getting a little fresh. This microphone needs some Viagra. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on this. Okay. Oh, you got it? Okay. She you knows what it. she she knows. I know how to handle a microphone. She knows how to work a screw. Wow. So Love you're this. here in Chicago for the MSRI symposium. What's it? It's a symposium, the Midwest Reproductive Symposium International. Thank you. Okay. I knew you would say that. Hashtag. (laughs) How has Chicago been treating you? Oh my gosh. It's been 
absolutely beautiful. Nice. Yes. Good. Really happy to be here. She put a picture on the gram the other night of just in a bathroom. And you were like, this is my, the bathroom. It's so beautiful. (laughs) You did not look like you were in a bathroom. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Yeah. I know. That's great. um, The hotel is beautiful. The weather has been beautiful. Yeah. It's been a great trip. I'm glad you're having a good time. So you gave a lecture, right, at the conference on toxins and their effect on fertility. So I wanted you. I find that very interesting. But I mean, we won't go into it right now, right? Well, a little bit. Give us give us an overview. Yeah, we wanted you to we want to hear some bullet points like toxins are bad. Toxins are bad. Which toxins? (laughs) Um, All of them. (laughs) Well, like, practically speaking, what Um, can we do? Sure. So I talked about endocrine disruptors, which Mm -hmm. are man-made chemicals that impact and uh, affect hormonal function within your body. And I gave a talk specifically on BPA and phthalates. So those are the two that have been studied the most. And so I gave sort of an evidence-based talk to say, hey, this is how to educate yourself and your patients because the evidence is really there that these things Mm. impact our egg quality and our sperm quality not my sperm quality but you know (laughs) your sperm quality quality. and um and honestly ivf success rates and miscarriage rates like the evidence is there we just need to be aware Mm. so like what kind of stuff are we avoiding plastics anything plastic i think about getting plastics out of your kitchen is a really like solid move that you could make. It like feels like something I can do this. Absolutely. Yeah. So don't um, heat anything in plastics in your kitchen. You know, use glass containers to store your food. If you get to go food, which I don't, I cook every night. Not. You just as soon <laughs> as it like, comes yeah. in, you get it out of the plastic containers and put it in something else. Um, you know, and just try to change storage. Change your um, water bottle. You know, don't use a plastic water bottle, right? Um, this hello. Is, no, you're going to be so proud of us. So in your giveaway bag, <laughs> you have a water bottle with the Infertile Mafia logo on it. Yeah. It's made it's of glass. glass. Woo! It's glass. Yeah. So huge yeah. move right yeah. there. And we didn't even know. Oh, but we I, kind of I knew. knew. You've been talking about toxins for a long time. Yeah, I think another thing is um, products that are in your home, like beauty products and laundry detergents. And so one of the best tips that... Sneaky, um, sneaky ones. Yeah, because they're really not controlled. Um, There's no regulations, honestly, in the United States. And the best thing was I gave this tip to everybody in the audience um, to take out their phones and download this app called Think Dirty App, um, where you can take it to... It's my kind of app. Yes. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all, Kayla. This is I'm a um, 12-year-old boy. Yeah, <laughs> but when you run out of a product, you're like, okay, I'm done with my shampoo. Let's just check it out. So you can scan the barcode of the shampoo in your bathroom oh. and be like, wow, is this toxic or non-toxic? And when you realize how toxic it is, you could maybe go to the store and pick out one that's not as toxic. It's a really easy thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Oh, should we do that before we buy it or... Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think before we buy it. Yeah, it's a really, um, it's actually a really unsettling topic to bring up. You like, you can kind of even hear in the room here, it's like a pen could drop. Everyone's like, oh no. Right. It's like climate change. You're like, I'm going to shut down. And I really did shut down when I learned about this. Like, the evidence is there, but you make really small changes and you can have a huge impact. So, 
um, I really try to leave people with a positive message. You know, like, yes, this is scary, but it's really people with the highest levels of exposure that it impacts. And if you do small changes just in your everyday life, you can make a huge difference. Like the levels go down in your system and your fertility is going to be much better. And so I really try to leave people with a positive note. What about receipts? Yes, yeah. So BPA is on thermal receipts. Just go never paperless. go outside. So don't touch receipts. <laughs> right, right. Just be like, yeah, that's okay. I'm good. I'm good. Put it in my bag. Yeah, go paperless. Okay. Put it. Put it in my my wheat woven bag. <laughs> Not plastic. Okay. Well, do we have any more questions about about? I, well, I do. I was sitting here thinking, like, what is it that it disrupts? Like. Sure. How does it actually affect our fertility? Absolutely. So phthalates are interesting. They, am I, can I nerd out a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure. Okay. So they um, actually decrease estrogen production, which is really important for egg health. Um, but they disrupt our cells' ability to clean up all the crap that happens when they're trying to do their work. Hmm. Easy mm. way to think about it. So every time the DNA is read and genes are used, um, they produce free radicals. And it's really important for antioxidants to clean up those free radicals so the cells can do what they need to do. You know, they so much of fertility is genetics and egg health and sperm health and, you know, embryos kind of working and doing what they need to do. And so phthalates actually make it harder for antioxidants to clean up the free radicals and so the genes make a lot of mistakes oh okay you didn't you did a very good job of explaining that to to non-nerdy people yay (laughs) i get it i get what you're saying yeah do you get it peter you get it everybody get it you got it you good (laughs) okay good what's something that most people don't know about you um i broke a girl's nose once (gasps) what'd you do i was it I was a field hockey player, oh. and I I was pretty tough, and I didn't mean to. But <laughs> I was pretty tough. That was funny. I was hoping you got in a drunken fight. Yeah, that would be much bar. better. Yeah, <laughs> it's when I was climbing Mount Everest, and I accidentally <laughs> fell. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. You Did you hit her someone. with the stick? Um, with a or, ball. It was just a oh, full-on oh, crack. Oh, it like, wasn't an, on purpose. Ooh. Right. Oh, oh is that okay. not as cool? No, it was it's still totally cool. on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's fun okay would you rather Mm. it's not that bad okay i gave you some bad ones too (laughs) i I did would you rather wear an itchy sweater like all the time you can't ever take it off or never use toilet paper again (laughs) (laughs) just just for number Mm. one does that make it better Um, drip, drip dry. Um, I think I'll drip dry. Do? I think I'm good. I think it, yeah, yeah. I can handle it. The itchy sweater would be rough. <laughs> just You're in a sterile. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So what about fine. for number two? Oh no, I you can use the toilet paper. Crossing for the line. Okay. There was a line, Sarah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Right Sorry. Okay. So can I just comment on your name tags? Yeah. Because um, sure. there's people that can't see what is on your name tags, oh. and it's amazing. <laughs> oh. Can you maybe tell each other what, what's on your name tag? What What is your Yours says. Yours says. (laughs) Uh, Yours says mom boss and my my ute attacks embryos. Oh okay. Yeah, and yours says Sarah no tubes. tubes. (laughs) Very self-explanatory. Get right to the point. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you so much, Doctor Shaheen. Really appreciate it. Air hug. Oh yeah. Oh, we didn't do a giveaway. You know what? Stay right there. 
Grab that glass yeah, bottle of something. wine. <laughs> not the candle. <laughs> not the... Somebody gets a bottle of wine from Dr. Shaheen. This is a good Ooh, giveaway okay. item. Who's it gonna be? Who likes red wine? Anyone? There's one. He gets it. You get it. You get it. Come on up. Yeah, come on up. All right. That makes my job easier. Next, we have Dr. Rui Jelani. Come on down. How are you? You guys, these these REs have been at a, a conference for the last three days. It's a very big deal that they decided to end it here with us. So uh, seriously, I want to give them another. Yeah, thank you. You guys are so sweet. Before you start with questions, can I be yeah. a total geek? Sure. Yeah. Really big geek. Yeah. Okay. Can I show you, and you guys can pass it around, pictures <laughs> of what Dr. Shaheen was talking about, of what oh. acrylene and BPA does to your embryos? Yeah. Yeah. Ready? You want to oh. see it? Okay. Oh, this is like show and tell. This is like show and tell. Okay. I'm not showing anything perverted. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. Okay. The first batch is your control embryo. The second batch is with 10 micromolar, micromolar of acrolein, which is a byproduct found in smoked meats and cheeses. Oh, I love those. So like barbecue. I mean, are we not supposed to be eating those? Maybe not every day. Okay. Or secondhand smoke. How about that? Second, okay. Secondhand smoke. Yeah. Don't do Industrial any shotguns. Smoke. Is that what it's called? When you like smoke and then blow it in someone's mouth? I don't know. I okay. don't know. I, never, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a thing. Trust me. Um, and then the last picture is 25 micromolar of acrolein. And that's like half a day of secondhand smoke exposure. And then you can at 24 oh. hours, 48 hours, and 72 hours. And that's just like all your damaged embryos. Oh, you guys should be able to see this. And then wait, wait, it gets worse. This is the reactive oxygen species that she was talking about. That's the bright red's the healthy. And do you see how unhealthy they become? The other ones are green. Guys, the moral of the story is Dr. Shaheen was right. And you should avoid (laughs) plastics and smoking. Smoking? No, that that. How come more people don't like? You should post that picture like tonight. I did. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on my it's phone. Really, it's in really geeky terms. Oh well, I just I'll like d- the I'll visual aid of that too. Is like, look what happened to this embryo. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, because that's like <laughs> stuff we can understand. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Dr. Rui is, is uh, Dr. Jelani, I'm sorry, Dr. Jelani is local to Chicago, so you are at the Vios Fertility Institute, did I say that right? You did, okay. and I am. You did, and you and are. I'm going to excuse myself for the, our giveaway in our bag. It's, oh. Oh, it's a plastic bottle. Oh, oh no. You can take that up with Dr. Shane. I'm sorry, <laughs> You guys, hey, I have an idea to get you over 10,000 followers. You guys could fight can we dance it off yeah Yeah. dance fight i love that that's good that's like Grey's anatomy yeah i've never seen it but really yeah never missing out i know peter doesn't like me pick me choose me love me that's from Meredith Grey. I, I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't watch it either. I'm pretending like I do. It's meant to be. <laughs> so at MSRI this week, you talked about sonography, right? Yes, I did. Okay, what's new with the Wanda? 
Um, <laughs> Old Wanda. Still sucks. It still sucks, yeah. yeah. It's not as bad as Speculum, though. Mm. True, true. It depends on who's doing it. Yeah. One of my sonographers who's amazing and... Some people here have experienced her. It's a little experienced her. <laughs> Does she have a light touch? What is she has a, yeah, yeah, what is going on? She's an experience. <laughs> if this She's were the a, 1880s, they would say you were causing hysteria. That's right. uh, yeah, true. She, but she is so amazing. She can show me everything. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. right. Yeah. So are there, are there any, like, new advances that we should be hoping to grace our lady bits? You know, and it's um, less pressure and more technology. Less so pressure I think you guys would love that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Big, yeah. That we would love <laughs> yeah. that. So you just recently did IVF yourself. I did. And you documented it on social media. I did. Which is amazing. Thank you. What is it like being on this side like the patient side as opposed like what's it like being the patient as opposed to the doctor so can i tell you can i be honest yes please this is the first time i did it and told my mom i know i sound like i'm 10 but (laughs) anybody here who's like not like i was born here but not white basically and my mom's like super cultured it was like Mm -hmm. a big thing to hide when i did it with my son and she like never understood when my husband was like so overprotective. Mm-hmm. Mom, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then I did it this time. The first day, she like saw me, and you could just see like she she didn't say anything. And then the second day, she was like, "Your uncle is watching." And I was oh. like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "That's nice." And she goes, "He said," and I was like, "Oh, what did he say?" She goes, "He said that that's a fake baby." And I was like, "Oh, oh no!" And I was like, "Guys, it happens." To doctors, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, tell them it's not a fake baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a lot of babies in there, and they're not fake. Mm-hmm. And then she was came around. She was like, I actually told her why I did it. So my, I hope this patient is listening, inspired me because she was telling me how brutal it is that she has to jump out her window, dig her meds in the ground, and hide them. Mm-hmm. Be- so her in-laws um, won't shame her. And that her husband will leave her because they will make him get a new wife who can have a child. Mm. Um, And so I was like, you know what? I am doing a disservice because I am actually feeding into that because I'm shaming it. It should not be shamed. Whether what doesn't matter what ethnicity and what background you're from, um, it should not be shamed because there's a hundred different ways to have make a family, and it doesn't have to be the way, way you were taught um or envisioned it right things change and you just follow your path and so when i did that my mom came around and i told her like i am doing it for my 20 something year old patient who jumps out the window and is so scared to take these medications and now has failed three cycles and i i know evidence-based medicine hasn't proven stress impacts fertility but i am a true believer that it does play a role and we just have not discovered it and my last cycle and i was like you know what state mandate for cycles thank you illinois um my last cycle i was like i would like you to take a vacation after the transfer and don't come home for two weeks for me please like live in a hotel i don't care where you go come to my house live in my basement and she got pregnant with twins because at this point i was like pgt era every all the things all the things steroids blood thinners like give it to me and i was like I'm fresh out of ideas. I've done everything under the sun. So you need to go in a hotel and you come back when you're pregnant. Mm. 
and she did and she got Aww. pregnant and just delivered so well, that i wish that, my doctor would prescribe a vacation yeah me too mine didn't do that i also prescribe hamburger and french fries i'm nice. so sorry for all my fellow yeah i <laughs> like those anyway is that for like post egg retrieval or yeah. just anytime makes you want. Makes me happy. Oh, okay, yeah. Just do something that makes you happy, right? right. There's some moral yes. there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's. Thank you for sharing that. That's so. You. you just, that you makes never, me want to cry. I know. You never know why people do or don't share. A lot of people have a lot to lose doing yeah. that. But like you said, they. You're doing it for that girl who's jumping out the window because yeah. she's because the more we talk about it, that's why we do this. Mm the more you can erase that shame and that yeah. stigma. So thank you, because it means a lot, especially coming from... You're welcome. It you normalizes know. it. And yes, it is. Like my, I'm going to post about this, but she took a picture with me doing a shot, and I was like, I'm going to talk about you. She goes, you're going to talk about me? And then she's like, are you going to mention my premature menopause again? Oh. Like, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'll have to read it. <laughs> so how'd the cycle go? Like, what, what you know, how'd it go for you it was really really good um I had a bad cycle with my son and I think by the time I got to my son cycle I was mentally spent um I had done a lot of I'm a I, I'm, I don't know where my name tag is but um <laughs> it was always like oh you're PCO you're gonna pop a pill and you're it's gonna work mm-hmm. pop she has pill. PCOS we didn't mention yes, that right yes I have um, really bad or, PCO. Okay. Is it or, PCO? Yeah. yeah. No, it's PCOS. Sorry. Okay. Bad doctor. Sorry. Sorry. I don't, I don't know what that is. Okay. That's what the doctors say. Yeah. PCO. They just drop the S. I know. Just lazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, as my husband likes to say, shortcuts, short results. I'm the queen of shortcuts, guys. <laughs> I want everything now. Um, but yeah, pretty much by the time I got to my IVF cycle, I wanted it now. And the doctor's like, you have one embryo. What do you want to do? You should do it again and freeze an embryo bank and I was like no I wanted to be a mom two years ago my sister who's two years younger is a mom I want to be a mom um so I transferred and it was not good so this time I Dr. Baltos was an amazing doctor um helped but not gonna lie and I'm so sure she's watching this and I'm sure my nurse is watching this who it's like your Wait, doctor is someone watching this um I did I was like but then my phone died and God's watching no or doctor um but I did uh I did a lot of stuff that was you know went really crazy on my doses um I added growth hormone because I was so scared of that bad mm. outcome again so I did doctor myself just a tad um, but I had a great outcome. I had a lot of eggs and um, a lot, I had a lot of eggs before too. And I'm sure my fellow PCOs can relate. You know, a lot of eggs is not equal a lot of embryos and babies and blasts. Yeah. But, yeah. And <laughs> so I did this round. I have four normal blasts waiting. Oh, that's, okay. awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, can you tell us something most people don't know about you? Wait, can I tell people one thing they do know about you yeah, first? If yeah. you don't follow Dr. Jelani on Instagram, her shoes are just awesome. Oh, Where do you usually get about, your shoes? Yeah, tell us about your shoe My shopping shoe Your shoes. Can I tell you how it started? Yeah. Because it will resonate. 
Um, so when I was going through all of my infertility, it was in the middle of residency fellowship and, and being in a very toxic environment. And because I didn't talk about it, I had no outlet. So I would find my, and my husband's non-medical, right? I would talk, <laughs> oh, okay. I mentioned vagina and he like shoots the other way. <laughs> so thank you for all the very, and he's supportive in different ways. He likes to cook. He'll cook me anything I want. That's not, um, that's, mm-hmm. I know yeah. how that is. I got one of those. Yeah, yeah. Right. He has his own way of supporting it. Um, and I had to learn that reading the five languages of love because I did not understand that. But <laughs> talking about this, he was like, you are the fertility doctor. He's like, why Why am I answering this? And I think it's hard for him to understand that, no, I am the patient. and mm-hmm. Right? Because I still have that, like, what's going on with me? What is somebody else going through this feeling? And what should I be feeling? Because I don't know how it feels to sit on this side of the table. I sit on that mm. ta- side of the table. Um, so I find myself walking around the mall and Dr. Sasha was also, um, she used to be my resident. She used to walk with me. Um, so we'd walk around the mall and I found this guy who was my amazing sales guy. He's like, you need a shoe. And I was like, I do need a shoe. I found this shoe. I just got a shoe guy. So got a guy. I have a shoe guy. So now he sends me pictures nonstop. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, he sends you shoe porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you guys friends now? I'm friends now. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to help him have a baby one day. Tell <gasps> you are? I am. Is. He's like, I'll trade you shoes I for know. embryos. I was like, I'll give you a baby and you give oh. me a shoe. Oh. <laughs> wow. I wish I had that kind of leverage with people. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I'll give you a baby if you uh, give me uh, whatever what I got? want. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so I've got a would you rather that's kind of like fashion oriented since okay, I know good. you're into fashion. I was like, if you give me poop and dead <laughs> people, I might yeah, have to be like, I no, don't know. We're, we're moving on from poop and dead people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> would you, this is kind of a fun one actually. I don't know what I would choose. Would you rather every single day wear a wedding dress or a bathing suit every day? Every day? Every day. A wedding dress, Ooh. hands down. Yeah, yeah. you got to go yeah. wedding dress, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Would anyone go bathing suit? Maybe the men in the room. <laughs> Maybe not. No. I asked my husband to get married again all the time, and he's like, you can only trick me once. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Just so you can get another yeah. dress. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I get right. that line. Would you go to Kleinfields? <laughs> oh, yeah, be on Say Yes to the Dress? Yeah, I wish. Yeah. I don't think I'm fancy enough for that but maybe maybe yeah. i'm to david's bridal i don't bill f- <laughs> i'm to india does that count what? yeah that counts i went yeah. to india that counts oh yeah that i counts. felt bill fell for that because i we got married at the courthouse here so i oh, wore one dress yeah it's oh, coming twice and then we got and then we went to and got married on the beach in I'm mexico so jealous so the second dress so jealous. yeah and i was like i think i need two rings for that reason too. i agree so oh, I, yeah. Bill. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> the guys, the, the bar is it. still open. Give it up for bartender Bill. Yeah. <laughs> and he cooks. Good and he cooks. Yeah, he, he cooks and makes you a mean gin and tonic, so he's a keeper. He does. Yeah, he does. I'm a little drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dr. Jelani, will you help us with a giveaway item? Sure. Can you, you go, go pick? grab that watch? There's a watch on the table. You'll like this. Oh, fancy. With a pineapple on it and some pineapple socks. And don't trip. Oh, I Who's it gonna be? Oh, there's a ball don't. underneath here. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Bjorn. It is Heather. 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 Is she here? She here? <gasps> Hi, Heather. Heather. 
You get this. We won't say your last name because of HIPAA. Because of HIPAA. Yeah. Guys, give it up for Dr. Jelani. All right, and last but not least, we have the lovely Dr. Natalie Crawford. Come on down. Do we do the giveaway first? We have left the t-shirts left. Can you go grab those t-shirts, Dr. Crawford? And a unicorn. And a unicorn pooper. Here we go. Can you model the shirt for us? You just, here, let me hold your drink for I you. brought my wine. Oh, good. And my phone. I mean, you're going to need that. So. Here's a... Ooh. You're going to have to rip that out of Natalie's hands. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, and the other one is, is the same, right? Or, I mean, it's a different color, but different the same color. logo. It's like white. So should we have two? We need two winners. Two winners. Two winners. Who's the first? The, who's the first one? This the blue one. The blue one is goes to needs uh, to be. A, a, oh wait, okay. I was gonna say, give me a morphology number between four. I mean, because what do you what, what's a good morphology number? It needs to be at least four on the Kruger Strix. At least four, but the vast majority of men will still fall in the three to six range. Okay. Oh. Oh. First person to yell out a number. Just that out like it was wins the shirt. Or I can just pick someone. Just pick someone. Okay, Jennifer and... Oh, yeah, throw it in the crowd. Yeah, like T-shirt bomb style. T-shirt cannon. cannon. Yeah, be the cannon. Okay, ready? I'm ready. Oh, I picked picked Jennifer and... Uh, Jennifer! And the other t-shirt goes to... Ashley L. Ashley L. Oh, I said your last name. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not supposed to say last names. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And there's a pooper, so... Oh, a pooper. Oh, pooper. Let's give give Ashley's lovely husband, Jake, the pooper. (laughs) Jake gets the pooper. I feel like Jake can appreciate poop. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, because you're a man. You're a guy. Yeah. Oh, here's your drink. Thank you. Thank you're you. Welcome. I just, I'm gonna start. So go for it. Yeah. Thanks for letting us crash the party. Oh my gosh. Laura and kidding? I were totally not invited here. <laughs> yes, and, we were. <laughs> well, we got invited after I said, "Hey, we're coming. Get <laughs> oh, ready." Yeah. But of course, you're we, invited. I figured if we were here, you'd have to let us on. Uh, so of course. Yeah. Here we are. So how, thank yeah. you. I mean, how? Thanks for coming. Are there any other opportunities where you get to like sit in a room and drink wine and? then ask a bunch of re's questions that when you don't have a speculum up your vagingo like is that no no <laughs> this is the best way to talk to an re well i think if you look at us who are here so there's dr sasha fierce Dr. <laughs> i know dr Rudy jelani and dr laura shaheen and myself we are all on social media so that we can break down the doctor-patient barrier. That's the whole reason we are there, because we are real people who are not scary. We want every woman to have the family they dream of, and we know that education and knowledge is a huge barrier to that. And so when else do we get the opportunity to come here and be with you guys 
and help reach people and break down these barriers here in Chicago. So yeah. thank you. No, thank Thanks you. Yeah. On. Just like end it there. <laughs> How's Chicago been treating you? This is my first time. Really? Yeah, it's great. So we went for a walk by the lake slash ocean river, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> it has waves, so I'm very confused. We had a lot of talks trying to figure out the physics of why it has waves. But regardless of that, it's been really lovely. Oh, thank you. Good. She came all the way from Austin, Texas. Yes, I'm a Texas girl. Right. So it's a great town. If anybody'd like to come for tourist IVF, just come on down. Ooh, we'll take good care okay. of you. Yeah, you're at Aspire. I'm IVF? at Aspire there. Yeah, so we're an all female practice, just women oh, nice. for women by women. So we like that approach. That's awesome. I I we bonded over the Texas thing. I was like, Natalie, I'll have Dr. Pepper and sweet tea <laughs> for you if you come. I know how to speak your language. Are you from Texas originally? So I was born there, but my unknown fact about me is that I've moved 28 times in my life. Wow. And so my parents just really started out without very much. And my dad said yes to every promotion and worked really hard. And we moved around a, a bunch as I was growing up. I was wow. a very shy child and learned that you don't make friends if you don't talk to people. That's so You have true. to come out of your shell a little bit at some point. That's true. That's true. So you were talking at MSRI this week on social media. Yes. Speaking of social media. So you've got a huge following on social media. You're upwards of 60,000 followers now, right? It's crazy. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the importance like within our community or the impact that, I mean, you talked on it a little bit about the doctor patient thing, but even just for like all of us, you know, one-to-one, like just the impact of that. I think the reason I got on social media was that realizing women want information And if those of us who have spent our entire fertile years trying to achieve this job, searching for the right residency program and fellowship and working hard to become experts in the field are not speaking out to reach women, who's doing it? Where are people getting information from? How are patients getting educated? This is a new and modern age, and we need to be putting ourselves there as physicians in order to empower women the most to go into those appointments educated, not intimidated, ask appropriate questions, and be advocates for themselves. And that is why I started the accounts, why most of us probably did, because there's huge power in that platform. I try to to break down barriers for physicians a little bit today and just speak on how-tos of Instagram. My big belief is that the whole platform is organic and personal. So if you are doing things to try to grow in an inauthentic way, buying followers or doing those things, there's no point. The whole point is a community. I'm sure you guys both feel like the community you can get from social media is really amazing. That, that's why I'm even here, right? Mm-hmm, right. And yeah. reaching patients on a personal level, even if it's somebody who would never walk into my office, but I can help answer her question. Should I go to the doctor now? Is this normal or not? We're really big on not providing medical advice. You're not really my patient. You can you can come be my patient. And, Please do. Please come be my patient. Yes, be my patient. But I mean, most we're all busy enough. We don't we don't need you to be our patient. We're mm-hmm. doing this in our free time because we really care. This is our passion. We have information that we believe women are entitled to and we want to distribute it to women. That's awesome. I love that. I do too. Cuz I especially think back to maybe some of you have had this experience but like you go to the RE and you guys are so busy. 
And I, I just remember feeling like I got to talk to him for like 10 minutes and then I had all these questions and, and it's not like I can just like call you up. So this is a great way, like you said, to break down that barrier to get information to, to people like, you know, just like normal people yeah. like us. Yeah, and, and the unknown is always scary. So if you have no idea what to expect at that first consult, or, oh my gosh, my doctor's talking about IVF, like, what on earth do I ask about this? You're not prepared to get the information you need. We try to read every patient, figuring out what do they know and what do they not know, where do we need to spend more time breaking down basics, where can we go into the nitty-gritty, and every couple is unique and different, and sometimes we're not good at it. So we have to do a good job and we rely on patients to say, hey, time out. We don't understand what you're talking about Mm. genetics. Can you rewind and tell me more about that? But that really puts the ball in your court as a patient and not everybody's comfortable there. Sometimes you wanna just tell me what to do, doctor. What do I need to do to get pregnant? Right. Yeah, I think that's what we all want. Yeah, absolutely. So you um, you just delved into the podcast world. How's that been? It's been amazing. I Yeah, tell everyone about your podcast. So I have a podcast called As a Woman, started in January, has over 130,000 downloads, which is really great. That's amazing. um, We don't have anywhere near that. No, (laughs) it's just, to me, I got really frustrated with Instagram. So I've had success there, but I felt like I was putting out content and sometimes the people who needed to see it or were most interested in it, couldn't find it because Mm. of the algorithm or the day you post or the randomness that is social media. And I wanted to take it to the next level. If you're interested in male factor infertility or PCOS or environmental toxins or tracking your ovulation, you can just go listen to those episodes whenever you want and have them easy and accessible. I knew nothing about it, so it was a phone a friend. What microphone do I need? How do I record? I'm in my closet. My husband like was so frustrated. I was like, we need to go to container store because I need the smallest desk possible. He's like, we don't have anywhere in our house for a desk. I was like, oh, but my closet, it's for the podcast. (laughs) And he was, what are you signing up for? You can't do more. But it's been really rewarding because I think it reaches more people for what they want to hear. And I'm sure you guys feel that way too. It's just a direct relationship right to the consumer. And that's really nice. And it's really good. So if you don't listen to it, you should. Thank you. It's a mix. Yeah, it's a mix of fertility, but it's also a lot of female empowerment. So as a woman who has gone through the medical process, there's a lot of hierarchy, a lot of gender discrimination, a lot of misconceptions about what you can be as a woman in medicine. Can you be pretty and can you be smart? Can you take good care of patients and have other interests? Can you be a mom without compromising clinical care? We all in this room who are REs feel like those are all wrong. We can be all of these things. But trying to encourage that younger generation Mm -hmm. to not hold back when people hold them down is a big goal that we're all also trying to achieve. Yes, queen. Yeah, Yeah, that's our power, right? (laughs) Okay, we have one more would you rather. Okay, great. This is what we ask every person that comes on as a guest to our podcast. So many of you are going to know what this one is. Okay. Would you rather... I, Dr. Shaheen, to this day, has my favorite answer. So let's see if you can... T- <laughs> would you rather have a vagina on your forehead 
or penises all down your back. Vagina on my forehead because they're way beautiful, way better than penises. Way beautifuler. Aww, way more beautiful than penises. We asked Dr. Shaheen and she emphatically said, both. <laughs> yeah, had you had wine when you recorded that, Laura? Okay. It was, was 10 a.m. Drunk so from the night before. Yeah, maybe so. Dr. Crawford, thank you so yeah, much for joining us Thank you so much. We love being here. Love yeah. what you're doing. Do you guys have time for like a super quick Q and A, or do what? you want to wrap it up? Oh. Yeah, with the with Dr. Jelani and Dr. Shaheen. Okay, let me get out of here. Sure, I'm. I this is for you guys. Like now's the time. Ruhi, Laura, like come up here. Free consultation. So if you have any burning questions, we don't give medical advice, <laughs> but we will give direction. There should be another stool. There's a stool right there, Laura. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Okay. Any questions? Do you want to stand? I have a guitar next door. Do Do we need to do the dance off right now, or? <laughs> so Laura's husband is pseudo famous for a blog called Omar Knows, where he talks oh. about lots of things that he knows about. He knows a lot. I know. About? He knows a lot about tech. Things. Um, he just loves to research everything. So he's like, I want to find the best water bottle ever. We're going to buy a new TV. And he just, yeah, he's been doing it his whole life. And so finally he just started writing about it. I'm going to go because I hate doing research. Shortcuts. (laughs) They'll do it for you. Ruby, you love doing research. What are you talking about? The geek side. Okay. I want to know stuff you don't know. I don't want to Google and find the best TV. I want somebody else to do it for me. Okay. Oh but I nose. do want to take pictures of your embryos and yeah. show you your little spindle fibers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mad scientist. Ruhi is that perfect. She's wicked beautiful and amazingly smart. She is one of the yeah. smartest people I know in our field. Not and her curious. concept of the science and research is beyond what most of us have. And I just want to say, that's your fact that most people don't know about you. Oh, I love you. It's your that's superpower. Oh, you guys are too sweet. I feel really intimidated right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, if no one has a question, I remember some that, oh, we do have questions. Yay. You guys obviously have a history together. How did you all come together? Instagram, baby. Instagram, yes. I was yeah. fangirling them hard. Okay. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to beat them. <laughs> the field is rather small, to be honest. Yeah. But we have not crossed paths. Our years in training didn't overlap. And we had a common connection on Instagram with common goals and started amplifying each other, giving advice, being mentors and resources for each other. And that just, as you know, Instagram relationships can develop into really great in real life mm-hmm. friendships. And that's what we have now, which when you have that professionally, it's amazing. Yeah. And now I'm your friend yeah, too. I know. <laughs> I know you're in the club. Yeah. It's the girl tribe. Miriam, yeah, you had a question. I was just curious. I don't know whoever wants to answer it. It's a researchy question. Like, if you had unlimited money, unlimited patience, and unlimited scenarios, what would you like to do a study on? Oh. I want to find the genes that cause miscarriage. Oh, yeah. So I know that, you know, 60, 70, 80%, depending on your age, of miscarriages are from a chromosomal imbalance. Um, we can we can test that. But I absolutely believe, just like there's single genes that cause 
specific diseases like breast cancer and cystic fibrosis, there's got to be an implantation gene. There's got to be a gene that you have to have to get from week five to week six in your pregnancy. And I think that sometimes people carry these same genes, right? And then a lot of their pregnancies are miscarriages for that reason. But if they keep trying, they go on and they have a baby, just like not everybody who carries a cystic fibrosis gene will have cystic fibrosis. Really passionate about that. Want to help me? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have unlimited money exactly. to donate no. to Dr. Shaheen? <laughs> unlimited patience. <laughs> yes. Oh, Sarah's going to bring them back with the wine. The wine is just coming right to us now, so it's really excellent. But I would love to hear what Ruhi has to say about that, too. Do you want to go? You go, because yours is going to rock. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, so I did have a lot of government money to do research on something like this. And my project was to, okay, so we know, Laura, this is a little bit in your world. So we know what toxins do, right? We know that they damage the spindle and we know that they affect what is the spindle oh that's a good question okay so do you want to see my picture depiction of this and some of you have seen it ready are you okay you all right do you need medical attention we're like the same height (laughs) i don't think you want to sit no, I was, sure. I was gonna share a microphone oh, with okay. you. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is how it goes. Are you ready? So this is how we're formed. Okay. These are your little chromosomes. Her hands Chromosom- are in the middle. I know my hands are in the middle. Oh, I forgot. I don't do this. I'm sorry it's for like those. A gang sign. Yeah. yeah. It's a gang <laughs> sign. <laughs> so basically, this is all of you. You're intertwined to make this one chromosome. So when you break, or when it splits into half, or when you ovulate, it breaks into half to then join half of the sperm. Sperms, because they're so rapidly made, are made in halves. So when an embryo is created, it's half of you and half of your partner, the sperm. So when it forms, it's supposed to form this one unique child. What we don't know is because the female's formed and it's like all of you and it breaks, we don't we can't see these little micro breaks or how it's breaking. So it might break a little jagged and take extra chromosomes or it might Break, it just basically breaks uneven taking or leaving behind some genetic material that it needs to form a normal, healthy baby. So most of them add results in a miscarriage, but some of them go on and result in those like in between five to eight week miscarriages. What we don't know is what genes in our body are causing this, especially when it relates to chemotherapy, especially when it relates to cancer diagnosis, toxins, secondhand smoking, smoked meats and cheeses. How are these affecting your eggs? So there's a estrogen and progesterone receptor balance that's needed to maintain good oocyte quality and um, sperm quality. And that was my next step in gene regulation um, and what happens to these receptors, how they're upregulated and at what level they're regulated and what's that fine balance of estrogen and progesterone you need to maintain a good oocyte quality and a healthy pregnancy. Don't you love listening to her talk science? Oh, yeah, wow, I do. Yeah, I'm. I don't know what, half of what you said. I'm so sorry. That's why I was like, Natalie, do you want to go first? Because they're gonna like zone out, walk no. away slowly. No, no, I think it's fascinating. Mine just... is super simple but very complex. I've eternally been fascinated by the modifiable factors of fertility. So, in natural fertility, when you first start this journey, what are the things that you can do that make differences? Mm-hmm. The problem is that you can't regulate them all, so you need 
tons of people to see associations and you need very good compliance with reporting systems, Mm -hmm. which is really tough for us, even in funded studies when we give patients, here's all the OPKs you could ever Mm -hmm. want and all of the LH kits and an online diary app you can fill out. It is so hard for women to stay compliant with it Mm -hmm. because it's an extra burden in your life and it makes it hard for us to really track those associations. But that's what I've always been passionate about is the step before infertility when we're in the natural fertility zone. What is it that we can do to set ourselves up best for success there before we reach that next stage? Wow, those are some great, that was a good question. (laughs) That was excellent. (laughs) Any other final questions before we close, guys? Oh, yes. What's, besides um, a chromosomal issue, what would you say is the most common cause of um, I know. I'm so sorry. I think it's things that we can't test for yet. I really believe in my heart that it's almost always an embryo issue. I really do. I mean, I, of course, there can be implantation issues and you know, um, immune issues and blood clotting issues, but the vast majority of women that are able to keep trying will go on to have their babies. I always say, to piggyback off of that, genetics aren't everything even though as humans we feel like they are we think that a genetically perfect embryo should equal a baby but genetically perfect embryos still have to have their cells divide appropriately organs form birth defects happen in genetically normal individuals all the time and sometimes those are life-threatening and the embryo has to be able to implant so it's very hard when you fall in that position it is probably the number one conundrum we have as physicians because we want that tech to work also and even though we tell patients it's a 60 to 70 percent chance of success when you fall on the other end of it it hurts us too and we feel like something is wrong but I agree with Laura I think the truth is that there's embryo competency that is unrelated to genetic normalcy that we have not encoded all the keys there you should take that as it's not you it was the embryo you keep trying and it should happen correct yeah, yeah and I completely agree. There's a, it's supposed to, when the embryo goes in the uterus, it's supposed to activate selectins, which kind of like communication between the embryo and your uterus. And in order to implant, it has to communicate. So it goes back to basically the lack of communication then leading to either implantation failure or miscarriage. Um, I break it up in thirds for my patient. Third, genetics. Third, structural, right? Is there anything that's preventing that? And then the third, the unknown. The Then we go to like the autoimmune, the blood clotting, um, all of that that's still there that we have to validate but hasn't been validated and proven as much, but it's still there. Something to be explored. Thank you. Can you guys end us like with something light? <laughs> Do you have any funny stories? Like did you ever like drop a... I don't know, speculum on the ground or something. We I don't all know. drop speculums on oh, the ground. I'm like, I'll tell you a really funny story it has to do with poop. Oh, yes. Th- then I, you're going to yeah, judge let's me. Let's do it. Let's bring it right back around. Or poop. Yeah, bring please. it back to around. Start and end with the poop. <laughs> yeah. Start and end. That's right. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've always wanted to be a fertility doctor. And when I was applying for residency, and I don't know if you guys can speak to this, I literally sat down. This is the night before my rank list was due. And I told my boyfriend, now my husband at that time, I was like, can't do it. I can't do it. I hate poop. I just can't do it. I'm going to pass out at every delivery. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, just think. He goes, you're going to do this for a little bit. And then long run, you can do what you want instead of kind of being miserable the rest of your life. Uh-huh. And I was like, true. So then my very 
scary, like first delivery. I had this patient. I was like, I can do this. You got this, right? Um, so I'm like standing there and she's pushing. No, like she speaks no English. She's pushing and like literally, I don't know where she gets this like monster force and then pushes this giant poop like flies <laughs> nice. right and it, like you wear a gown you're gloved and everything but it's so forceful that it like goes right up like skins my face <laughs> and it was we, we get coated in all of the bodily fluids yes. 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 you name all of them poop mm-hmm. blood amniotic yeah. fluid urine we've all had them cervical mucus <laughs> I mean that, that one's like that's so like normal like, I'll that take that one. so, that yeah. I'm like I'll take that <laughs> I mean that's not fair. Aries should never get shit on. That's what I. Think. That's what I. We love you. Have we told you? Yeah. Anyone else have a funny story? I don't know. I'm just gonna go all cheesy and just say I'm so happy to be here and to meet you guys in Laura's person. Gonna I'm gonna Where? cry. Me too. I, I really am. It's just like. There uh, um, and just meeting Christine from Infer- Infertility Illustrated. I think she's drawing us right now. <laughs> we're not. We're not interesting enough. And I was like, no. "Can you draw me?" <laughs> um, and Lauren. <laughs> Too much pressure. Good, I love it. And Lauren from um, Integrative Fertility, just so happy. I mean, we really have built a connection through social media, and uh, it's just really nice to see it here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank. Any last words now? I just want to say thank you so much for having us. Thank you for letting Laura and I crash the podcast. You're welcome. It's really meaningful because we really are dedicated to trying to make this less scary. We're really not scary in real life. We're not scary in the office. We want every woman to come in feeling like she knows what to ask her RE and empowered that if she doesn't feel comfortable there, she should get a new one. This journey is very personal. We ask women and men every day to be vulnerable in front of us. And we're trying to say we're being vulnerable too. So what you guys are doing is really changing the game in the field. So thank you. Thank you. Wow. Well, we're, you make us feel good about ourselves. Yeah. You should. You should. And thanks for the wine. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. And the, the biggest thank goes to all of you yes, for coming tonight, for, coming. for showing up. We know this is hard. Um, yeah, I'm not going to get sappy, but just know that we do this because we love you, because we are you, and we're here for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you have the theme music queued up? Should we get it? We should we're, do this next year, too. Oh, for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. This Would you guys like an come annual back? thing? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So once again, thanks to all of you guys up here, Dr. Shaheen, Dr. Jelani, Dr. Crawford, to Christine, and to Lauren, all our guests today, and for everyone coming. And can you guys help close us out? You, you know how it goes, right? Thanks for joining the Infernal Mafia. Mafia. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Good night.